I'm Noah Brown, and welcome to the Pep Talk Best Business Insights Podcast, where you can find daily tidbits of knowledge on all topics business. On today's episode, we hear from Nilifer Merchant on Profit Power Pursuit. Nilifer is an absolute expert at turning ideas into reality. She was named by Thinkers50 as the number one person most likely to influence the future of management, not only in theory, but also in practice. Throughout her career, Nilifer has worked with Fortune 500 companies like Apple and Autodesk and startups to increase their sales and optimize best business practices. She is also author of two books, the second being chosen by Fast Company as one of the best business books of 2012. If you enjoy this episode and for more content, see the link in the description to subscribe to Profit Power Pursuit on iTunes. Sure. So um, loneliness is that spot in the world only you're standing in. It's a function of your history and experiences, visions and hopes. And I use those four words very specifically. I'm saying it's everything that might have happened to you, even if it sucked. It's everything where you're from and and sort of what has shaped you up to this moment, but it also has to include your aspirations and dreams for where you want to go. So it's both the the, uh, moment, it's the creative space that you're living in that is both the past and what has made you and the future and what is pulling you into the future. And, and I use the term onlyness. I was trying to struggle, uh, I was struggling, excuse me, <laughs> with the word when I was first creating it because I was looking at words like talent or uniqueness. And let me explain why I didn't use those words. So I didn't use terms like uniqueness that were relative terms. So when I was the only woman in a board room, for example, people used to say I was quote unquote unique. And I wanted to turn back to them with the most sarcastic tone in my voice and say, you know, 52% of the population is a woman. So that doesn't make me very unique, you know? And, and, and the other part of my, my business, I want to say something like I've shipped over a hundred uh, products generating $18 billion in revenue. So my commentary around like a market move is probably more linked to that than the fact that I'm a woman. Right. And yet people would say that was quote unquote unique. So I was trying to find a non relative word. So something true to you. And I was also trying to claim back that thing that a lot of us have been in our lives, especially if you're weird or wild. And most of us who are solopreneurs or freelancers are weird or wild in some way or another. That's what makes us not want to fit into corporate structure. We have often been the quote unquote only person in some setting that's totally the weirdo at the table. And I was trying to take that weirdo element and make it the positive strength that it is. Let's talk about that weirdo bit a little bit more because I think, you know, you've also written about onlyness as turning a negative into a positive. And I know I've found this to be true in my own brand and in my own business as well is that, you know, like I can turn something like, you know, I get a little too intellectual, a little too too nerdy into something and I can actually make that the positive focus of my brand. Are there things that you personally were told that were negative about your personality or the way you worked that you've discovered that are really assets in disguise? Uh, oh gosh, I don't even know which one to choose, but I'll choose a, I'll choose one I have written about. It's by someone who's actually a, a fellow thinker, uh, someone that I really regarded, and someone who's exceptionally good in the marketing space. And so when I turned to him, it was because I was trying to name my now second book, uh, because as you know, Tara, I'm working on my third. Uh, but when I was trying to name it, I knew because of my experience with my first book that naming might not be my thing because I'm not a marketer. <laughs> And um, I am purely a strategist. And so, you know, usually I help other people do this kind of thing. And so I turned to him and, uh, and he said, I'll never forget it because I turned to him and I said, you know, I really need advice about how to even just 
think about the process of naming it. So I had probably three quarters of it written, blah, blah, blah. And he said, you know, as a brown woman, this is how I started the sentence. I'll never forget the whole sentence. I'm going to say it and then I'm going to come back to what the implications are. So as a brown woman, your chances of being seen in the world are next to nothing because if you are really edgy to an audience, you won't fit into what they expect of you and therefore they won't listen. If you're not edgy, you'll never stand out. So, and then he's staring at the ceiling for a little bit, kind of like mulling that one over for a second. So you'll never be seen in the world. And um, and the implications of that, of course, are huge. First of all, um, somebody's, you know, we've all been told at some part of our life, I can repeat so many stories I've been told in my career, of, you know, that's not gonna work because of who you are. And I'll tell you the ironic moment is not only did I get myself up off the ground, not only did that book become one of Harvard's bestsellers, not only did it get me named one of the top thinkers in management, the number one person to shape the future of management, but the day I got announced as a speaker for TED, the very first note I got in my inbox, very first note, was congratulations from that person. And I said, and I was touched a little snot about how I did it because I really wanted to circle back with this guy because I said, hey, so I, I thought you said I'd never be seen in the world. And uh, he goes, did that bother you? And I go, yeah, so don't ever do that again. And let me explain to you, you know, that it cost me several months of my life. Thank God it didn't cost me more. Um, but those of us who turn to each other for help are being incredibly vulnerable and soft right in that moment. And because I trusted you, I was especially vulnerable and soft. And you took that moment to point out something, by the way, that might be your truth, but it's not my truth. And that's probably the one lesson I would want any of us to take away is no one else can define your truth for you. You have to define it for yourself. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to subscribe to Profit Power Pursuit on iTunes. And that's all for today, Pep Talk Nation. Be sure to listen tomorrow for more quality business insights.